What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 209. Brace yourself for a, an amazing episode, and I don't have Thank Me Later to stop me from calling it amazing. We got Polymo Games here to talk about the launch of the X Polymo. It will be amazing. Back <laughs> off. <laughs> the X Polymo range. And we got X1 joining us with Dak and Mass Chef to talk about uh, Upland Racing's latest features and an epic race event. And don't forget the Golden City Rush, so much more, and shenanigans will follow. We got a pack backstage, lots of guests. Tune in, you don't want to miss it. It's going to be an amazing episode. The Ovix Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host who's stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing a strategy, news, and cool charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX. Welcome, everyone, to episode 209. The MetaVenturist is getting wild out there. I mean, I know the Mars Utah theme song gets you hyped. Like, last week he says he's taking a shirt off, rolling it around. And this week he's kind of did it with his pants. I don't know what he's got going on over there, but it's good. How are we doing this week? Thank me later. Doing good. Good, good. Oh. Russell. Well, we got some, we got all, everyone, man, it's a big crowd today. Yeah. They must have heard it's going to be an amazing episode. Absolutely. Or it was the last second tweet uh, thrown out there by Polymo Games saying, hey, we're going to be on the show tonight. So <laughs> Every little bit helps. We've got a lot to discuss because not only do we have our jam pack full of guests, but we also have the Golden City Rush, which I think is pretty cool. There's a badge in it, so um, I'll be interested to see your take on that. And then they have... Um, they did another car sale, but this time it was just to people with the dealership. It looks like they took feedback from the community and got it right, so we'll touch on that. And the fan score for the NFLPA Legits is going on. And I know it's a shock to you, but people love the secondary market update, so we'll even try and squeeze that in. It's not a shock to me. It's, it's good content. Yeah. All right. So since we got so much going on, let's see here. Let's go ahead and bring the fellas from Polymo Games on. We got Satoshi View, we have Sean, and we have Acero. What's going on, fellas? Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for having us. Uh, hello. Glad to have you on, and especially the day. Congratulations, first off. Thank you. It's 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 been it's been a long, deep, dark trench all the way here. We see the light. Absolutely. So I know we met at Genesis week. We had you guys on soon after Genesis week. And then you had the range being built. And then it was like radio silence. Could, could you guys fill us in? What, what happened with the radio silence? Timing, timing, timing. <laughs> and uh, you can only move as fast as your slowest man. And ultimately, it takes a lot of people to make this happen, as you guys know. Uh, on on multiple sides of the fence, from dev to you know uh, project managers and um, 
you know, riding the bear like we talked about. I think Shakti was 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 saying it's better to ride the bear. So you know, and riding the bear at the same time. So a lot of those um, those those obvious headwinds, and then just those uh, normal dev processes to develop and publish. Uh, you know, the one of the first layer to our first layer two mini game uh, to market, and more importantly, exclusively beyond Upland. So. That's that's what we've been doing. We certainly haven't been. Uh, we certainly weren't sitting on our thumbs, as they say. It's been a uh, nonstop process. Yeah. Now, I just wanted the viewers to understand what happened behind the scenes because there was a lot of hype, a lot of excitement. And then, w- when you're working with a company, you know, you have two companies working together to deliver a product. Sometimes there just has to be that radio silence, and a lot of people don't understand that. And there were questions like, did they fall off? Is the project still going on? And I reached out to Satoshi. I'm like, hey, man, any updates? And he's like, very soon, very soon. So it it was good. But I I just wanted other people to understand that, hey, there is a process to it. There is a method to the madness. And you guys work pretty hard at it. Um, You guys sleep at all last night? (laughs) Barely. Yeah, right? (laughs) Barely. So how'd the launch go for you guys on your end? Man, we couldn't be more excited and uh, really energized by it, especially, you know, with with uh, the lack of sleep. And by the way, Spark or somebody said something about riding the bull in Reno. It was, fuck, it was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> that comment. Um, cheers to that. And uh, so it's been really energizing, right? Based on, like, no sleep, I feel more energetic than ever. And uh, it's just because of the reception and, you know, this is really, in essence, like an alpha beta, right? And we're looking for community feedback. So, you know, really trying to stay plugged into all the great feedback, all the Discord, um, you know, conversations that are taking place and people being able to finally experience it. So I think that's the best part of it. That's what's so energizing is is uh, just the, is the actual response. Awesome. Now, for the people that are new, could you give us an overview of what the X range is and what you guys are all about? Absolutely. And I'm definitely going to let Satoshi and SA expand uh, a little bit more on the details, uh, uh, you know, as it relates to the range. But in broad strokes, uh, we, we, the X, as we released and, and published at the event and we're, we're super excited about, is finally here. And that Polymo the X Polymo range basically is utilizing guns from the X NFT collection uh, developed by Lieutenant Dan. And what we're really excited about in that side of things is that we were able to bring the X into this first layer two game and keep that project moving forward and growing its and growing its community. So what's really exciting about the actual uh, range itself is that the weapons that are in the range are from three of our suppliers, our brand suppliers. Uh, two of them, I should say, CEO, Core Lead Operations, and uh, the Cabot Big Daddy Damascus. And that part of it with the, the weapons and the utility, that's, that's been one of the things that we've been most excited about bringing to, you know, to reality. And, and that's a part of what I'm so excited about today, you know, and, and what the range is about is being able to experience these in real life brands and be able to actually utilize them, play them in tournaments, be able to learn about them, all the different game mechanics and, and, and mutable attributes. So that's really what po- the poly, the X Polymo range is all about. It's skill, it's accuracy, it's speed, it's engagement. And um, it's just the very beginning of something that's going to continue to expand and grow uh, with new weapons and, and new challenges. But this is just the very beginning. Uh, 
And are these weapons going to be able to be taken outside of Upland and used in other DX functions on different, you know, Web3 platforms? Yes. That's awesome. That's the number one objective and always has been. It was to create that interoperability and the uh, that true ownership, that equity, that social equity, right, and, and players' equity and being able to own those weapons, trade those weapons, sell those weapons, uh, and use those weapons and uh, be able to have those weapons increase in different mutable attributes as well as even decrease in some. And that's a really interesting mechanic. So, uh, yeah, interoperability is our, our, is our main goal. And one of the things that we, we really are focused on as, uh, we do want to be the supplier to the metaverse of, you know, these top elite weapons from the leading weapons manufacturers and robotics and drone companies in the world. So wait, Foreshadowing? Are you foreshadowing drones in upland flying around? Did I say that? Oh no, Sean! <laughs> I mean, I, I know my name's too stupid to win, but I, 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 I catch things. <laughs> Thank me later. <laughs> yeah, the best answer I would have for that is TBT. TBD. <laughs> yes. I'll let Satoshi and Essay expand on a little bit about the, you know, what is the ex-Polymo range. I think that's important to hear from these guys as players and, and the visionaries behind this. I think my favorite part about it would probably be about taking uh, in-real-life brands and making them inoperable between, you know, our gameplay uh, within Upland uh, or our gameplay that we build outside Upland. I think that's probably my, my most favorite part about it. But, uh, you know, one thing I'm definitely looking forward to is, uh, you know, the competition between the players within inside Upland. That's probably my favorite part. What about you, Acero? Yeah, man. Well, you know, I've talked to you guys one on one, and uh, I could talk about this for hours. You know, so uh, but I think to <laughs> to to make it uh, short and sweet, you know, it, it basically I think um, being part of this wonderful community in Upland and talking to everybody, you know, we all kind of think similarly uh, about this. And, you know, the, the path forward for us is to make sure that we uh, maintain that connection um, and uh, we try to uh, sort this out together. Um, so this is the first iteration of a lot more. To, and we have some uh, big surprises the next few weeks and months. So I can't wait for you guys to see those as well. But the using the, the uh, these weapons as... Uh, <clears throat> as digital assets uh, in Upland and being able to configure them um, and make them truly one of ones, even though there's, they're going to be uh, quite a few, um, you know, it's going to really set us apart, I think, uh, initially. Um, but yeah, we're really excited about that. And um, I can't wait. Oh, that's awesome. Now, this isn't the full game launch. This is just like the beginning. There's more to this. This is just the initial, we have it built, we're in Upland, here's the start. So how long is this initial phase? Have you guys have a time frame for this initial phase before we get more features or more fun stuff? Yeah, yeah I think, um, oh yeah, go ahead, Sean. Yeah, there'll be new things rolling out in a week. And there'll be new th- whoa, that's yeah. quick. There'll be new things rolling out in a week, and 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 there'll be stuff rolling out uh, perpetually 
as that's one of the, the things that the what with the X with the X Polymo four we're going to be able to bring exclusive weapon launches that we already have in the in the pipeline. Those are all going to be exclusive, and there'll be one you know one specific uh, launch of like one specific weapon. We even have some really cool stuff that's going to come down the pike with other collections and uh, that are really gaining great traction in the marketplace and their weapons into the into the range that will have bring in other gaming platforms and their unique weapons. So, yeah, we have some really exciting stuff up our sleeve, as they say. I like that. Now, these weapons you keep talking about, are they going to be super pricey, affordable? Is there going to be a range of these things where, you know, everybody can buy a weapon if they choose, or is it just going to be priced out for just the whales of the game? Yeah, Satoshi, you want to take that one? Yeah, the best way I could say it is it's affordable to everybody. So uh, we made it in UPX sales. Um, they're between one, three thousand, three, three thousand UPX and five thousand UPX. So we didn't want to step it up. We want to make it totally affordable to every single player within the metaverse. Now that's, that's awesome. That's been my ambition since day one. You know, affordability is you know it's, it's everything here. Yeah, and I'll just add utility. <laughs> now. Do you guys have to manufacture these weapons in Upland, or since it's a layer two game, it's just things that you can load up into the game and, and sell that way? Yeah. So the the first iteration of it will be, uh, you know, external to Upland, so in, inside our um, you know, internal system. But the I guess the the main goal is to export them inside into Upland at one point. Um, you know, we still have some some things to figure out on that front. But uh, you know, the whole goal always has been interoperable between upland and uh, external to upland so we wanted to do it correctly we didn't want to just make it an nft asset you know on a, a various chain and then you know run to technical difficulties down the road uh, i surprised matt he popped in and i knew he was part of the team so i popped him right out <laughs> should have gave him a warning i was throwing him on live <laughs> sorry about that goals. Matt. <laughs> shadow he's in he's out Hey, good evening, guys. How are you guys all doing? We're good, man. Good. Good to see you for a second. <laughs> Didn't mean to surprise you. Um, so we got stuff rolling out in the week. Um, it's going to be affordable to everybody. And the landing page, If have you seen the landing page? Yeah, I think most people have probably seen the landing page. Upland did an incredible job that really lays out those weapons. And that page will get updated here in the next few days. So look for updates. Stay tuned to that page. Now, is there a, a limit? You know, you have people that play Upland that are all about the NFTs. Now, is there a limit on each weapon or is it just whoever wants it can get it? You, no, you can, and there'll, there'll be a limited time-wise. But uh, but as far as uh, as far as if you wanted to mint out as many different weapon cases in the different tiers, you'd be able to do that. But right now, everybody plays for everybody plays with the the base weapons that are in the range. Just to bring it back to like what's happening right now, is that the weapons that are in the range, those all those base weapons are the CEO and the and the Big Daddy Cab of Damascus. And those weapons, when the cases come out, you'll be able to actually get various different skins as it lays out on the landing page, um, different attributes and different chances to get different exclusive weapons and additional weapons in that pack that you may buy. 
So, but right now it's completely free and you come in and you play those base weapons and then you can get the enhanced and augmented versions here very soon. What about the bullets? They're wondering free bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, as of right now, um, you know, the bullets are free. We were experimenting with, you know, various ideas like, you know, what, what about the idea if, uh, I guess, uh, in comparison to like a regular bullet versus a hollow point and you know how would that affect you know hitting the target and you know what type of damage does it do we think that's a great um you know opportunity down the line but uh you know we're, we're still trying to process you know that there's so many variables so many different attributes when it comes to different bullets but we, we love that idea what what i'd like to see um is the ability that you know maybe work with you guys and um be able to, if you own one of these in real life, you get some mock-up on your range and you can blow these apart with your weapons. So these are the map assets that I'm producing for Halloween. So, you know, around Halloween time, if you ha- if you buy one of these in your guys' game, you get a replica and you can fire them up on the range. And I, I think that would be pretty fun. Those are beautiful pieces of art. You sure you want to blow them up? Well, that's why they're layer two and they regenerate. That's a- <laughs> I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> Those are great. No, that that is a great idea. I think it would be fun. Yeah, yeah, on that note, yeah. On that note, you know the you have the basic targets in there now. Uh, kind of, you know, you've seen the most uh, uh, general version of it, and so the you know we anticipate that. Um, with time, you know, there's going to be a lot of ideas. There can be a lot of ideas that come forward. So that's a good one. But we do have a feedback, um, a feedback channel uh, on our Discord. So any ideas, we'd love to have everybody throw them in there. Yeah. Now, with there's going to be leaderboards. There's going to be competitions. People putting up best scores. Is it just bragging rights, or are there going to be prizes in the future? What are we looking at there? So I mean, you know, coming in first, second, third. I mean, depending on the on the on what position you you come into. I mean, I think it's a great bragging right, but uh, no, there's UPX involved. Okay. So there'll be an entry fee, and uh, it'll be all pulled together, and then you know, at the end of the um you know time frame that we specify, um, it will get breaking down accordingly. I don't know. But yeah, you as you know, in, in Upland, you know, everybody likes to to do something to have opportunity to earn, and you know, we made, we made sure to incorporate that here. There you go. Um, question about when will it be iOS compatible? Do you guys have an idea or knew that there was an issue there? Or? So as, as far as that goes, um, we wanted to make sure that we, you know, confidently launched the, you know, initial le- an initial release. Uh, the next step for us is to come up with the mobile application, but uh, that's still in pipeline. Okay. So right now it's desktop only, but... Mobile mm-hmm. will be in the future. It's a plan, so that's that's awesome. That makes Thank Me Later happy because if it's not mobile, he uh... as well as, <laughs> as well as the dog. The yeah, dog's, the dog's like, nope, I want no part of that. He answered. Well, he knew he knew his answer. That was great. <laughs> and you know that that's actually a great pro- point to bring up because a uh, majority of the player user base in Upland is uh, on mobile, so it's something we definitely have to accommodate. I believe it. The number is seventy percent of the users. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a major pain point. <laughs> awesome. And then also, 
I think Lieutenant Dan needs to be like a special guest, just one on one, because this is twice Indeed. I've had you guys on, and he, he's ducked out on me. So <laughs> once I understand busy, twice starting to kind of take it personal. <laughs> so he'll he'll hold me a he'll owe us a one on one interview. You know, you guys came with the crew, and he just gets to go one on one. Then I think Dan and I did your show together. I oh. believe. Nope. Dan was sick at the time. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Well, yeah, that's definitely, I think when the weapons cases come out, I think that's an important time to have Dan on and to really talk about those weapons. And that would be a great time for that. I can make that happen. We'll make that happen. I, I'm just giving him a hard time. I understand schedules and business and I, I get that. So just giving him a hard time. <laughs> no. um, let's Dan's see. watching. You can wave to him. Yeah, I know. I saw, I saw him. I put, <laughs> bring me up. Give him the link. Oh, you see, now that I call him up, he's like, bring me up. <laughs> uh, the link is in the Discord, or is he not in the Discord? Oh. He is, in that one that you sent earlier today, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, whoop, the agency says, what up? Um, let's see here. What is... He's backstage, Shaq? I don't see him backstage. If he's backstage, you can plug him in. <laughs> um, sorry about that. Uh, let's see here. So which weapons case are you guys most excited for launching? It's really, it's really a tough question because, uh, you know, between all the cases, uh, you know, there's different variables of, you know, which SE you pull out. I mean, I really couldn't pick one if I had, had the choice because, uh, you know, with the idea of, you know, what we're, we're working with, um, with the mutable attributes, it, it seems that, you know, depending on the player, you can get any any gun out of any case and you can possibly build it to be the best gun. So it's, it's very tough for me to decide that one. It, I guess it depends on the player. <laughs> right. So... I know you joined us a little bit late, Matt, but what are you, we, we talked about the launch and what's coming up in the future, what's going on now, what's, you know, what's kind of your experience right now, what are you excited about, what are you looking forward to, and, you know, I didn't get to say congratulations to you either, but congratulations on the launch, it looks like there's positive feedback in Upland, but uh, what, what's your, your thoughts in, in, on this today? You know, uh, obviously I'm excited. I think all of us are, are really excited. Um, but, you know, I think the number one thing that really excites me is, you know, both an Upland player, um, most people in the Upland ecosystem know me as Lacane, um, as well as a like, hardcore, hardcore gamer. I'm, I'm pretty much always either on, like, some FPS or play a couple different MMOs at night. You know, I, my genre love is all over the place. I love games. <clears throat> but we don't have any games that have any kind of equity building where as you're accruing things by actually playing that game, you're getting something of value in exchange. Um, I think it's cool that you could theoretically be, you know, getting or earning different skins, different weapon packs. And then by playing a game, you can take that with you or you can say, Hey, I want to take this and go play this other Palomo experience and bring all those things I unlocked in this one experience over here with me. Um, no game has really ever done that. Even, you know, you see giant uh, publishers like, you know, Activision with Call of Duty. You know, the next one comes out, you start all over. Everything that you had to show for, you know, how hard you've played, how many games you've won, how many championships you've, uh, how many Warzone Ws you have, you know, all of that 
is gone and you have nothing to show for it. So to be bringing something like FPS gaming into Web3 allows us to have that long-term kind of credibility and that that ledger of like, no, dude, I'm not just the best in this one. I'm the best in every single version of the game. Um, in regards to, you know, weapons packs and, and most FPS games, I usually play uh, more of like a range, uh, like sniper, like kind of a role in most FPS, Call of Duty, Battlefield, stuff like that. So for, you know, me, my favorite weapon pack is definitely, you know, the, the sniper rifles. Um, so it's really exciting to see the potential gameplay and just already seeing kind of some of the stuff that we're, you know, working on and cooking up. Um, some of the stuff that, uh, you know, Sean and Dan are spearheading. Really seeing the possibility of where this could go by baking that Web3 layer in is probably the part that I'm most excited about. Nice. And then uh, the MetaVenturist was asking about mutable attributes for mods, will they be coming in the future? Triggers, muzzle mods, stocks, and sites. Yeah, man, we have uh, plans for all of that, all of the above. So, I mean, pretty much, you know, being part of this community for this, the time that I've been a part of it, I mean, you know, I think one person, one uplander can come up with uh, all these variations of, uh, you know, what's possible with uh, with the, this type of scenario. So, absolutely. I mean, we're going to have uh, all of the above. Awesome. Um, says he's backstage, but um, sorry. I hear him backstage. I hear something backstage. Somebody backstage. Yeah. Hold on. I'm trying to make room for Dan if he's got the link. So he says he's backstage. Doesn't look like it. All right. Well, we'll catch up with Lieutenant Dan, though. I, I was just giving a hard time. I do appreciate that he joined in the audience. And it, it, it is, I was just messing with you. Nothing personal. <laughs> um, what else? I, I don't want to take up too much of you guys' time. I know you guys need to get some rest and check on everything, the functionality of the day and all that. Um, any closing thoughts or messages to the community before we let you go for the evening? Yeah, I'll just echo what Essay said about feedback and, and Satoshi. And it's so important that c- please put all the feedback in our Discord. Game dev is not done in a vacuum, and we really want to keep building. And the, a lot of the questions you asked early will come from the community, what we dev and how we expand it. So that feedback is so crucial to us. And uh, please put it in, get in our Discord, share it with us, and we will keep uh, iterating and we will keep taking this great feedback and, and apply it because that's the only way it gets better. And it's the only way that we can expand into those other mini games, uh, with actually, you know, things that people want, right. And, and, and people love, love playing. So feedback is crucial right now. That's the big takeaway from today. Look, oh, look at that. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> look at the weapons. He comes in showing weapons. He's like, I got yeah, my guns. Place. Where's yours? Can you guys hear me okay and see me? Yes. Oh, nice, nice. What up, what up? Yeah, I couldn't miss you again, man. I missed you the first time. I needed to jump in here. Too <laughs> stupid. Thank me later. I appreciate you guys. Uh, really, really glad you were able to join us, and I was just giving you a hard time. Nothing but love. Congratulations. It's uh an amazing launch today. Um, people were anticipating it, looking forward to it. So, and then we'll definitely want to have you a, as an interview also in the future. 
Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome, man. Yeah, we're so excited. We're, uh, I mean, I've been playing the range all day since it opened, trying to get my skills back, you know, sharpened. Uh, I'm not a PC gamer. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a console gamer, so I'm trying to get used to, you know, the speed and everything on my mouse because I have a pretty upgraded couple different mouses. So, uh, yeah, man, we're excited. Too stupid. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank me later. Thank you now uh, for bringing us on, man. And we're going to try to get that mobile version, too, because I know a lot of people are asking for that. Um, also, the next, I'll give you a little alpha. Uh, the next uh, brand that we want to bring to Upland is the Syndicates. So that's the Syndicate right now. Um, and that's a special edition. It's a new model that Syndicates Defense Corp is launching. It Just like you said, the attachments, I really want to go big on these once we start getting everybody going. If the Uplanders, everybody's liking this, I want, uh, you know, I, you know, all of us, Sean, Essie, Satoshi, we want to, we want to, really expand on the weapons and their capabilities in here. And we have some really unique uh, stuff coming down the pipe. Uh, now, if everybody's liking what they see, we're just, it's going to be a snowball effect and we're just going to keep going and going uh, and bringing more to the table. And the gun range is just the opening. That's just to get your skills sharp. Uh, hopefully we're going to be bringing a lot more than that uh, down the pipeline. And hope, hopefully everybody's excited about it. And I know if we go back to Genesis 2022, we started talking about Layer 2, and that's going to be the future of Upland. Um, Genesis 2023 comes about. You guys show up uh, with, with this whole project. You had the cool you had the cool VR stuff going on, and you, and you were playing the range, which was awesome in itself. We were standing there in the lobby and just looking ridiculous. Uh, KO Ninja destroyed everything, and your guys were kind of amazed, like, how'd you do this much destruction? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love I love the fact that it's layer two. You're going to be able to move these weapons throughout your guys' different projects, and that they're going to be affordable in Upland. You know, 3,000 Upex, 5,000 Upex, that is amazingly affordable. Um and you're going to have your base packages. and I like what you guys are doing. It's going to be a fun, fun experience. Hey, yeah, and just let me add to that too, stupid too, man. Uh, so, I mean, we're bringing weapons. And really what we would love to do at the X-NFT the, the X collection as a whole, want to supply the metaverse with weapons, ammo, gear. But we also want to supply them with a unified ranking system that goes beyond just upland. So, you know, there's there's a lot of things that uh, DX uh, wants to bring to the metaverse, to Web3, to Layer 2. And uh, we have a big vision. And as you can see, we're, we're nonstop. We're going to execute it. we got good people. we got good commanders. Essay and Satoshi are, are generals, right? I'm just a soldier in this. Uh, they're, they're two of our commanders, and they're like, we're going to upland. And Sean, you know, one of our captains said, let's go. And look where we're at right now. And uh, they say, keep bringing weapons, keep bringing supplies. We're going to arm Upland to the teeth. Let's go. So, let's go. <laughs> and, and I did get distracted. Matt, your comments about, you know, doing something like Call of Duty, the new game comes out and nothing carries over. That's like one of the biggest beefs in the gamer world. And even the casual gamer, somebody that's not like even a hardcore gamer, just the casual gamer, you know, it's like I put all these hours in, I did all this, and now I'm just back at square one. So I love that you guys are addressing that 
too, you know, that it's just going to carry over and you're going to continue to build. And it's, you know, here's this leaderboard, but here's the overall, like, here's my accomplishments. What you let got. me add, let me add to that too, stupid, because that is something that is, this is why I'm in web three right now. That is something that's plagued web two. So I was, a before I became a game designer and a game developer, I was a gamer, right? I had the number one hosted Call of Duty Ghost Recon and Rainbow Six server. It was called Camp Killjoy. All the pros played in it, right? So I'm playing Rainbow Six, Ghost Recon, Call of Duty. Nothing, nothing uh, um, came, crossed over. So I get all these kills, all this ranking here, and I have to do it all over in this game. I have to do it all over in this game. And then they launch another Modern Warfare. Then they launch another Rainbow Six and another Ghost Recon, and I have to start from scratch every time. Where's all my kills, all my work? It's just gone, poof. That's, that shit's going to end, and I'm hoping that X can lead that charge. Yeah, that would be great. Um, Wolf Warder is wondering if there's a control manual um, for – for that on the desktop is it easy is it just standard for your typical pc gamer that controls you know as or yeah. if you play any kind of first person shooter or any other like really standard like computer based uh you know fps or rpg game standard movements w asd right is going to get you around uh r is to reload e is to pick things up i know that differs between some different games but what we can do is um uh, Wolf Warner, thanks. That's an amazing piece of feedback. I think that what we should do is probably just put a little something together, uh, maybe like a little key map binding kind of a thing, and we'll put that together, put that on our website, uh, and that will be there by tomorrow morning when you wake up. Yes, sir. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> and, I, and I also love that you guys are seeking feedback, asking for feedback, and you're going to listen to the community and incorporate. Now, I know you're never going to make everybody happy, but at least, you know, if there's something that's always coming through, everybody's saying this, 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 you guys are going to address that. That's great. That's going to make you guys very successful. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, we're Uplanders, right? I mean, it's part of our, it's part of our DNA. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, we talk about all this stuff all the time, and uh, you know, we're trying to we're trying to uh, solve solve problems that have arisen, and um, that's that's who we are. So we expect that. Uh, I have to tell you, my uh, my Discord blew up, um, and people are already giving me giving us give me direct feedback, but giving us feedback that we already started working on. I mean, we were working, we were all on a call, and while the feedback was coming in, we we're over there uh, fixing stuff, you know. So. Um, the great thing about it is that this team is the, we're all serious people, you know, when it comes to this, this back, the background dev stuff. So uh, we take it seriously. Uh, we spend a lot of time on it. Uh, we work every single day on this. So uh, yeah, we can't wait. So we're looking forward to that too. Oh, that's great. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Lieutenant Dan, I definitely want to get you back on. Maybe when yeah. the weapons come out, we'll, we'll have something going on. So Yeah, and when we get the mobile version, too, because I want I want Baby Later to play it live on, on, the, on the screen, okay? <laughs> Let's go. He, he will. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. For right. sure. Yeah. Satoshi, Lizzie, Matt. Sarah, thank you guys so much for taking time. Thank you. Uh, Sarah, thank you for putting this together on such short notice. <laughs> I do appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, man, thank you. We appreciate you guys too, for sure. Yeah. And uh, hey, one one last thing. Do you have another minute? Absolutely. Hey, well, I, you know, I'm sure you guys have been paying attention since the very beginning. And, uh, you know, we have these uh, these legionnaires. And uh, so, you know, on behalf of the team, we want to 
give you each one. Um, what? Yeah, let's go. No. Whoa. What's up? I thought I was going to, like, you told me you had a surprise for me, and I thought that was just going to be like, hey, here, here, here's, like, a custom, custom, like, skin or something for your weapon. Wow. Like, I've been watching, like, your guys' Twitter with the AI, like, bro. Nowhere. Wow. Thanks for joining the army, man. We're excited to have you both. Oh, Holy crap! This is awesome. Wow, but wow! Thank you guys much so love, much. Man. Thank course, you so of much. Course. Of course, it's an honor. Welcome to wow. the army. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Thank. You. Wow, wow, that left me speechless. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that man, very often, man. <laughs> it comes with some uh, some bennies. So uh, as time goes on, you know, we'll. Uh, we'll We'll have a conversation about that too. So, oh, absolutely. Wow. Hey, hey, one of the first bennies that you guys get is you could use that AI chat, the commander AI chat that you just talked about, too stupid. Yeah. Because having a legionnaire in your wall, it allows you to chat with all of the five minted legendary commanders uh, unlimited for free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. And, and, and the legionnaires get some weapon packs. And they, since you're in early, the first to fight, are, are, I'm going to really, once we get this thing going, when we start talking drones, we start talking other other equipment that we have in the X collection, the Legionnaires that are first with us, they're getting armed to the teeth. Hell all right. right. Oh, oh, yeah. And, you know, we'll talk about it all, especially now we got Legionnaires. We're always talking about you guys. <laughs> We're going to get them in trip. We're going to get them in great dream chokehold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely thank you guys so much we'll have you guys on soon thank you for your time it, it was great talking with so everyone good. again nice so meeting good. you lieutenant dan nice meeting you matt <laughs> thanks yeah. thank you guys thanks thank for having us congratulations thank you. thank you yeah all right all right Ooh, i like that thank you fellas Appreciate thank you sir all right, we got people moving, and now we're like all huge in people's faces. There we go, back to normal. Yeah, all we right. need to upgrade. I didn't. Can we upgrade to get more people? I saw. I got the little alert. It was like, y- yeah. Uh, um, there we go. Um, anyway. We can. It's just a matter of. Yeah, I'm we curious. Can. Well, I'm curious. What anyway? We we can look at it later. Yeah. So why I am waiting? You know, I just sent the message out. So. Definitely check out 615. I know 615 Indiana Street. I know that Halloween's over, but you definitely want to grab some of these map assets. And guess what showed up in my factory the other day? We showed up in your factory the other day. The Another 18-foot monster. So I am starting production on that, the Harvest Moon Pillar. It's a huge 18-foot kind of creepy thing with a big old pumpkin head on it. So it will look very nice. Very nice. So we're getting through things. But, yeah, definitely go check out 615 Indiana Street and pick up your wonderful Halloween map assets because it's always Halloween in Bella Rose slash Creedmoor. So, dude, getting a Legionnaire is, like, amazing. Yeah, I was was not a... Obviously, you definitely weren't ready. I definitely was not ready for that. You definitely weren't ready for that. That's so cool. Uh, shout out to those guys. Thank you guys so much. Like, Sarah was like, hey, we want to give you a surprise. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, oh, we'll probably get a cool skin <laughs> or something. I'm, I might get some poo-poo. I might get some, a dookie skin for my gun or whatever, you know? I like uh, Max Life. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> 
Ah, love you, Max Life. <laughs> All right. So, continuing on with exciting news, Upland changed, or they didn't change. They they enhanced the racing, your ability to race. A lot of new features to it, and they also announced a wonderful racing event in Upland. So, very excited about that. Got a shout out to Dak because he made this happen. He's like, hey, uh, it'd be cool if we got X1 on here. I'm like, okay, I'll reach out to him. He goes, already talking to him. He's like, he's in. I'm like, sweet, scheduling guests for us. And it's, oh, yeah. it's been a long time since we had X1 on the show. Yeah, now I'm excited. Yeah. So with that, I'm going to bring on X1, Dak, and Mass Chef. The racing gurus of Upland. Look at this. What's going on, guys? And he still has the pit crew going on. Racing season over, and he's still hitting us with the pit crew. He has those just for you. I do that just for you. I love it. (laughs) So good. I absolutely love it. What's up, X1? Hey, Hey, TML. What up? Let's talk racing. Absolutely. So, X1, why don't you kick us off and give us a quick synopsis of what Upland did to racing. Now, I mean, this is, this is we had a change right after Genesis week, and this is the second change in less than six months to racing to enhance it. So, can you give us a little background history and what the change Yeah, basi- basically, I mean, we're just trying to make a slowly upgrade racing over time to where it's less about RNG and it's more about skill. Uh, and this was a big step in that in that direction. We have enhanced speed dynamics that's here. So before, uh, if you just let your AI race, they ran at one speed um, all the time. Now you benefit, you have an advantage if you're controlling your car versus just letting it run as AI. Same with, uh, with braking in turns. Before, AI would take those turns at 100% uh, all the time. Now you, they're at a disadvantage on turns, uh, and you get an advantage for controlling your car. Also, if you don't brake correctly, you skid out and your, your car uh, fishtails all over the track, so that's nice. The other thing is you may have noticed in some tracks that sometimes – the houses or, or crates and stuff are on the track. It had to do with how it, how it works there. That's been, that's been fi- fixed so that now those are pushed back and they're off most of those tracks there. And then uh, some quality of life features with tracks. We have so many tracks now. It, it's, you know, it's harder and harder to find them. There's now a, uh, a property uh, or a property, sorry, a, a track filter um, where you can type in and, and search for your tracks there. So just incremental. And that's, that's where we're going from here on out. Uh, skill, skill matters in racing. Uh, strategy should matter uh, over, over RNG 100%. Love it. But what I, what I like is that it's still not going to be like Gran Turismo, right? So what the cars do, what the tracks do, um, how things kind of work out will still have it make a difference. And so it still makes it a little more accessible for the general community to access racing. And it's not like you have to be an elite racing driver to actually play uh, racing in Upland, which has always been one of my concerns when you start moving from RNG to skill base. Yeah, no, for sure. So that's a that that becomes kind of intimidating too. I mean, that's why like what you know, if I'm playing a racing game, it's going to be single player against you know the computer because man, the, the there's just people just get so ridiculously good. It's like it's, it becomes very difficult to be competitive and to have fun anymore. 
Well, and even with just the little bit that was already going on, you know, we've seen the Mahoney MV Motors group. I mean, they took the championship for the Champions Cup when it was RNG, but then they came back and took first and second place when it was, you know, when they saw when Upland added more functionality. But they actually planned for tracks. They raced tracks. They memorized tracks. They did team strategies in terms of how to block mass out. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, you know, you're doing something when their teams are plotting how to block you in the in the game. And and they were good at it. Just saying, they they <laughs> they, they were good at it. So no, it is exciting, and and I think that uh, just the additional elements are going to continue to just kind of keep building and adding to it. Uh, there is still so much more that we would love to see. Uh, X1, hint, hint. But, uh, but no, but I, 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 it's one of the things that I've always said about the way that Upland released racing. It was always on this iterative track, so it's a nice ad- agile type of delivery model, which I've always liked because you always see progress, right? So almost yeah. a, it, uh, in about a month and a half to two months, there's almost always something coming out for racing. Yeah, no, it's exciting. Uh, what's exciting for me is to see how, as we move to skill, how these players, how all the players jump in and utilize that skill, like you were saying, Dak. Uh, and to thank me later's point, Forza just dropped. And I was like, I love Forza. First of all, it's the first Forza Motorsport that's dropped in a few years now. So I jumped in like, okay, this is me. I'm going to get good. I'm going to compete with the big boys for once because I'm not jumping in late. No, there's no way. Like, that's got to be your full-time job. I play it single player now as a result. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So, but I think that one of the things that we're starting to see with the number of tracks that have been created with uh, different um, discourse servers coming up that are doing racing, um, Upland doing their community racing events. Uh, we're seeing a lot more community racing and community kind of engagement. And so one of the things I really am starting to kind of push for and been talking about a lot more is the idea of community racing economics and what Uplanders should think about and how that might work and how Upland plays into it, how the racing uh, servers play into it. You know, how does it, as a track owner, how do you incentivize your trackside property owners so that you actually drive the value of the overall track up and so forth? So there's just a lot of different elements to it that I think that um, we now have a better and better possibility for as more and more functionality rolls out and as um, Upland adds more features to the racing economy. I, I did want to backtrack really quick because the agency's always big in the community and always, you know, he's big with the stadium chasers doing stuff around it. He said he's bummed. He wanted to be a part of it with their track, but he's learned it's almost impossible to have a track with them. Can you expand the requirements on the Upland Racing League and are you going to reevaluate some of your criteria just because I know agency's big with the community. So it's, I think we can work something out yeah. there or maybe he's got a misunderstanding and, and then anybody else out there it can be clarified for. Well, and this is where the whole community racing, so it actually ties in nicely to what I was just talking about. So we have a requirement. It's, to, to get a track in Upland, you need four properties, and one of those properties needs to be empty and be able to fit a, a grandstand. That's it. That's all you need to be able – oh, and one spark. You need to have at least one spark, right? So 
it's relatively easy for anyone to submit a track, which is part of why it also takes so long for tracks to be approved because everyone submits. Now, in URL, what we focused from the very beginning was community racing because we weren't going to try to create an app. We weren't going to try to create a Layer 2 experience like uh, Upix World was doing, right? So we wanted to just kind of say, okay, how do we as a community uh, create community racing? And one of the elements that came out for that was the idea of ownership groups and forcing a... 40% ownership of the trackside properties. That's one of the requirements, and it's actually one of the biggest hurdles for a lot of folks who are just creating tracks for Upland because when you only need four properties, mm-hmm. your track has 200, 300 properties on it. Trying to get 40% is difficult, and chances are you're not going to be able to do it yourself. That's on purpose. Okay, so that's, you think like that's the, the hurdle? I think that is definitely one of the hurdles uh, that um, that agency ran into in terms of trying to get it. Now, the goal is you go out and you meet other people who are in the node. A lot of times it's a node or a neighborhood or something like that and who have uh, properties on the track. You get them to join a ownership group and then you submit. Here are all the people who are part of the ownership group and we are you know, a consortium that owns this track. Now, the, the idea behind the consortium idea and the ownership group is that as owners, they're going to have some kind of revenue share in whatever revenue is generated from the track, right? Now, yeah. that expands into we, – we started with URL. So with, the, with URL, one, I've been talking to other track owners, and they've been coming in, and so we've been saying like ways that you can monetize or incentivize your ownership group you can do rev share for all uh, for any URL event that you get to participate in. You can do uh, spark staking so that your track can be developed and yet people can get kind of like, you know, free housing in a way, right? Uh, you can do ownership raffles where if you're part of the track side, you get to uh, participate in raffles. Avenue of Fashion, Toss uh, uh, that and Shacklin, they did this with the Avenue of Fashion when they first started, where they would do raffles for trackside property owners mm-hmm. uh, to get some, a 3D map asset for submitting to Upland. That was yeah, really successful, and those properties, no one was releasing, you know, selling, you know, they weren't getting rid of those properties for less than hundreds of thousands of upics. Yeah, no, for sure. So that is one of the things is. Find ways to incentivize a consortium, and then you can actually find that, you know, it, you will find that it's easier to get people involved. Now, if they're part of that consortium, they're also going to want to participate in community events. You would think so. You would hope so. Well, because the more engagement there is, the more they, you know, they, they kind of talk about it, the more the people they get engaged in it, then hopefully the better it turns out to be. An example of that is X1. You know, I, I don't know how much you can talk about what we what's going to be coming out, but that, that is an example. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you, everybody knows we did our last racing event and we teamed up with the Upland Racing Link to do that. Uh, I can say I can't give away all the details now, but I can say a similar racing event is coming here soon. Um, in fact, Mass Chef and Dak, I think what we can do, we don't want to reveal what cars you'll use yet for these racing because it's going to be it's going to be special ones. But why don't we talk a little bit? Uh, let's share the the tracks that will be in in this racing event. So it's going to be a racing event just like we did last time. Uh, a new set of tracks and a new set of cars, and I'm very excited about the the style of cars that, that we selected. Um, a lot of a lot of fun here. But Dak and Mash, why don't you share some of the 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 tracks that we've selected for this? Hey, Matt, you do that because you know if I share, I share too much. I know, I know, I know. You do that all the time. Do it. Share <laughs> all the secrets. Let Dak talk. All right. So we did pick. Uh, we. Uh, we actually uh, invited the community of the URL to uh, submit some track ideas, um, and we gave them a little bit of criteria to go with. So we did have uh, quite a few submissions, but we, uh, uh, after some careful thought, we've uh, came up with three awesome tracks. They all run really well. They're fun. Um, so the first one is going to be the uh, Boys Town Extreme track. Uh, that will race one vehicle. Um so congratulations, by the way. People didn't know if they were uh, awarded the track or not. So this is all information for a lot of people who didn't even know they got they got uh, selected. Right. So, yeah, Boys Town Extreme, uh, nice track. It's a fun track. Uh, great straightaways, um, a nice hairpin turn, uh, cool track. Um, so that one's that's one. Uh, the other one is going to be uh, the Midtown Terrace 100. Uh, up in uh, Midtown Terrace, Ben 68's course. Uh, talk about a, it's just a cool course. I mean, the whole thing is built out. There's a, there's a, uh, I don't even think there's one property on the course that's not got a building on it. Um, it's fun to race uh, through the Midtown Terrace. So that one's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, looking forward to that. And then our third and final is going to be uh, a brand new track that was just released in the last week uh, the Ithaca Run in uh, Los Angeles. So that's going to be very pretty cool. sweet. Yeah, very cool. Very, yeah. very, very exciting. We actually, uh, I mean, we had such a good, uh, and Mass and Dak know when, when we talked about it, the, the first time especially is like, this is just an experiment. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. How can we improve uh, it from here? And then and then uh, we can go, go from there. But the first event turned out so well. I think uh, Upland Racing League, you know, has just such a great infrastructure there and hosts the, the, the final races in the cafe live hey, let's do it again uh, and iterate on it and, and continue to improve it. Uh, and that's the direction that that Upland is going here. We're trying to team up more with the community on all of the events. So we had the Upland Kingdoms event, if you remember, the uh, Uplandia event, you remember. We have the racing events now here. And uh, we have a lot more like that coming down the pipe. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's great to be able to um, partner with the Upland Racing League. Uh, and stay tuned. Stay tuned uh, next week for, for all the details. Love it. And so now that you know about the tracks, one of the things that I was kind of promoting to the race commissioners, and so they're the kind of the track owners and, and the folks that kind of manage the tracks in Upland for our sanctioned tracks, I was telling them, okay, so now imagine we pick your track for this Upland event that is yeah. going to have qualifiers for an entire week where people are going to be racing like mad. And you do stake racing, 
where you just do it for like a thousand upics, not a big amount, small amount, right? Something that people won't get scared about. But every race that has four or five, because you need four people to race, right? So it's always going to be at least 4,000 upics. You're going to get, I think it's 5% of that. And so, and now you have 100 races, 200 races, 300 races happening on your track that you're yeah, collecting 5% great. on. It adds up quick. It's more than yeah. your monthly rental <laughs> or your monthly, you know, uh, income, right? And yeah. so it it can be actually very lucrative for someone to kind of get in. Now, the idea is if this is a sanctioned track and there's an ownership crew, then hopefully there is distribution. But that's up to the race commissioner and the track owner. Uh, but one of the things that as URL we're going to do, it's we've always been about community racing. And we do evaluate tracks on a regular basis to see if they maintain their sanctions sanction status or if they get relegated i know it's math chef's favorite word uh if they get relegated to uh provisional tracks and then eventually if they don't uh kind of do better then they get kind of taken off the board or altogether um and not and of course being a sanctioned track means that you're able to move into being part of the url season no it's just my it's the beanie it's the beanie he now looks like all mean (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's, I, I, you know, that's just an example of how you can actually um, use the track to really kind of benefit and take and kind of take advantage of an event that can then hopefully help the community that is a part of your racetrack. Love it. We'll see how it goes. And it's the first race event with these new features, obviously. So it's going to be exciting to see who's able to pick them up and get it going the fastest. For sure. So I, yeah. and it is kind of fun that uh, I have seen Upland kind of aligns some of the new feature elements with these big race events so that they have a massive testing pool. <laughs> it's convenient how that works, eh? Funny how that works. Yeah, we noticed them starting to do a lot of uh, releases on Thursdays. Well, well, stop mentioning that because then they're going to stop doing that. No, what are we talking about? I'm saying keep it up. They know they're not Wait, like like city releases. No, just like information releases. Oh, you guys do a lot of information releases on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. They that. like it because their show gets to talk about it first before anyone else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so we like it when you do like Thursday afternoon information releases. It's perfect. For Very us. nice. Well, I have to say. I've been uh, I've been hitting the track since the update, and uh, I'm I'm really digging the the new controls. I'm, uh, the the new physics of the thing is is pretty cool. Um, you know, I still don't I, I still don't know how to hit my brake, but that's okay. We'll we'll get there. <laughs> now, well, now, I think with the skills based, I think your leagues are going to be a lot more interesting because before, mm-hmm. I think your leagues were primarily like. Yeah, who's going to pay to be in it? But now it's really the competitive edge. It it makes it much more compelling. Like you might not necessarily want to be in the top league because it's going to be so difficult to win where now you can actually have skills-based leagues that is, you know, and obviously the prize pools would be according, but that's very appealing where you can keep in the amateur league uh, while you learn your skills and and work your way up to – you know, battling ninja and the mass chefs and the 
Wait, who's the I, – I, I forget the name of the other team that just, like, dominated. Mahoney. The Mahoney. Yeah. Don't yeah. be now, a jabroni when you go against the Mahoney's. <laughs> uh, they might steal that as a tagline, right? Hey, man. Um, there's so, – No, actually, but – Okay. Uh, I was just curious. Now, we've launched the changes to racing. Have you, have you at Upland seen feedback yet, X1, on just the community response to the changes that were implemented? Uh, we've seen some, but, yeah, if anybody has feedback, please let us know. Uh, you know, let all the community managers know. We, have, we compile it all and, and pass it on up. Um, but, yeah, definitely let us know. I, I think it was like a week ago. Uh, I hope I'm not giving away too much, but Mass Chefs sent me a DM and was like, hey, Turning is broken. What's happening here? Like, oh, it's, we're in the middle of doing some stuff. Don't worry. It's uh, it's coming. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, pass pass along the feedback, and and we'll we'll hand it on up. And then I want to you mentioned about uh, the amateur leagues and stuff. One of the things that URL is doing heavily is we are trying to promote the other racing servers because we do see them as being ones where folks can really kind of get their chops, you know, get their driving in and kind of build it up because we do want to have kind of the best of the best racing in URL. And so we want to, we want to see the champions of other racing servers be the, the drivers for URL. And so it's always at like the top level. I like that. That's cool. So that's that's a question that I've had for a while. There, X one to put you on the spot. Are, are we going to expand the size of races in the future? Not like mm-hmm. next week, next month, but do do we look to be able to incorporate maybe a twenty car race in the future? Yeah, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know uh, on that one. I know. Next up on the roadmap here for racing is really giving speed track owners more control over, um, over you know, MetaVenture Speedways is, is 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 what we're calling it, but just giving them more control over uh, everything they can do with their their speedways, what percentage they take from winnings, um, stuff like that. So that's that's the next one uh, that's coming up, and then obviously not the next one but that's the most immediate roadmap and then on top of that more physics um much more physics so right now like it's it's a pretty good improvement but um the team is really working hard to dial in and making those physics even better for players so yeah i tell you i'm really looking forward to you know being out on a track when it's raining and you know maybe dirt tracks instead of pavement and you know those kinds of things i think would be really really cool yeah rally cars Rally cars, that's what I you see. Read my mind there. That'd be awesome. (laughs) Well, and then trucks also would get some of that off roading Mm -hmm. uh, you know, benefit and stuff. So yeah, no, and and drag races. I would love to be able to just have a two lane, two car start for some just all engine and acceleration. Just anyway, um that's one thing. The the other thing too is um It'd be interesting to see the um, the the meta ventures that you mentioned and kind of giving the track owners more control. One of the things I remember hearing about a while back was the idea of being able to bring in third-party sponsors so that racetracks can actually kind of host banners or something like that, advertising for third-party sponsors. I'm hoping that's still on the roadmap because – that's obviously another way to monetize these tracks. 
Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I don't know if it's on the most immediate roadmap, but I do know it's something that's right. being discussed for sure. Yeah. Another thing. That, another thing that's being yeah. discussed is just I think one thing that's really hard for players right now, and someone that's jumped in, uh, racing quite a bit just to figure it out is context for the different cars. So if I'm brand new. It's kind of a disincentive for me to race because I just figure, well, the S1 is going to win every time in this race. Um, mm. And so, hypothetically speaking, I'm speaking hypothetically here. Okay. <laughs> hypothetically speaking, imagine, imagine like a point system, right? Like an art, like uh, some RPG battle games do do this, but where, for instance, let's say you have 300 points in your, you as the track owner can say, hey, I'm going to set this as a 300 point race. And then you can combine your your points. So, for instance, speed equals a certain amount of points. Braking equals a certain amount of points. You know, uh, mm. turning equals a certain amount of points. And you can combine uh, your you know you can choose a car that equals up to three hundred points to then race. So that it's at least you may not be as fast, but you have better turning. But it's an even equal um, race there. So that's something that's being looked at uh, right now. And and I think I think that okay. like that would be huge. I think I think another thing that would be very huge would be uh, car class selection or making it so that me as a track owner, I can say, okay, this race is for 5,000 upics per entry, but you can only bring in an S1 or an S1E or an S1R. Oh, yeah, for and, sure. And, and be able to select the class, not just the car, because that is one of the biggest discouraging factors of public racing is that when you post a race with your S4 because you just want to race and somebody comes in with a stock car pro car and blows your doors off and laps you on the second lap. <laughs> it's and, really that's happened. Happened. and that's happened. And I, and I've, I've seen it happen and I watch it happen all the time and I'm probably one of the ones doing it, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is. It's become an easy way to steal kids lunch money. Right. <laughs> and, you know. I mean, should have got one of the good cars. Sorry, poor people. No, sorry. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> uh, views expressed uh, are those of third people. <laughs> that, that is why there is a disclaimer in the YouTube description each and every week. <laughs> good I don't call. own five S1Rs. You own ten. Exactly. See, I don't know. But but now you need to get stock car pros because they're faster than S1s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm more of a collector than a racer, so I'll leave the racing to the pros. Y'all, y'all put me to shame. I just I just want cars that look pretty. <laughs> yep. So I think that, um, again, as people kind of start seeing all of these different tracks, as the different functionality starts to kind of come in, um, as you build your track, while it's easy to get a track in Upland, it you will get more value out of it if you find how to tap into the uh, community racing economics model, how to bring in your trackside owners into different elements so that you actually can build a little more activity. We've done, Mashef and I, and um, we've done this in other games where we kind of brought the group in to partake in the business element of it. And so when people are part owners in something, they tend to spend their money where their ownership is. So, um, yeah, so if you 
engage your track site property owners, you will get more value out of your track. Yeah. At least that's my, my piece of advice for uh, all of these brand new track metaventurists. Yeah, no, I think that's terrific advice, honestly. And I'm very intrigued to watch the economy around these tracks develop, as you guys have discussed and theorized. It's going to be one of the sub-economies of the overall overall upland economy and that's the great thing about it is with upland there's so many different economies that are starting to get traction and start to grow so i'm excited for the next year and watching how each one takes root i agree yeah 100 percent. all right what kind of inside information can you give us x1 (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think I missed it. You guys were talking about these new tracks uh, for the next race, but I, I didn't. Did I miss what car was that again? That's going to be on that. that you got to stay tuned to that. I'm very excited uh, about the cars. It's going to be a fun, a very fun, fun racing for sure. I want to hear your guys' opinion on two things actually. Uh, oh. I, listened, I listened last week. Oh, this is the new Google Hangout <sighs> balloons. Did you see that? It just popped up. Um. <laughs> I listened last week, and I heard your opinion on the 24-hour city release, but now that we're a week out from that, thoughts on 24-hour city release? Well, I mean, it depends. Are you about to announce the city release right now in 24 hours? Based on your answer. I I like having different – I like having a variety of – um, kind of city release mechanics. I think it keeps it interesting. Um, and especially with the new city badges, um, it definitely keeps people uh, on their toes. Um, it makes people, it's it's interesting to see like, are people, are you going to save a little bit more UPEX now? Or are you keeping a little bit more in the coffers just in case? Um, you know, and, and I do think it helps uh, minimize like the, the kind of big wave uh, sellouts on some of like, especially for like an expansion, like a city expansion, when you give it too much time, like it's negative impact on that city's economy and other economies. It's kind of unfortunate. It just kind of happens. But with the 24 hour, um, like we saw with the numbers, uh, you know, it really didn't have that same impact and probably brought more U.S. dollar UPEX purchasing in because of such the short notice. So um, overall, I like it um, for those things. I, I was curious because all of a sudden, you know, there was a spike in London that, that approached the 40,000, but it was usually staying in the low 30s. But then we had a run in October where it was pushing 40, and I was wondering if Upland thought London was getting to a bubble and they were trying to prevent a Manhattan, and they said, hey, let's kind of chill the floor price and we can do a little expansion that we have in our pocket. Because I I personally believe that Upland, of all the cities they release, they do have expansions ready to go and launch when they hit 
certain criteria or thresholds of properties sold or market prices, secondary market prices. So uh, I was curious as I started looking back at the London price because it started flirting with the $40,000 mm. floor and staying consistent. But okay. I, I did like the 24-hour release because – you know, it, it, it just, it, it, to me, it really depends if, if I'm looking for deal deals, I like the week notice. If I'm just ready to jump in on a city and get, you know, the best deal of the city, I like the 24 hour notice, like, Hey, we're, we're going to do an expansion. So it just kind of depends on my mood. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Now I want to play it, poker with, uh, with X one. It, I'm actually it, not a great poker player. It, so. it, it, it depends on my upex balance whether I like it or not. I'm just saying. You know. That's fair. That's fair. No, I think from our, from our side, I mean, we, this is similar feedback. We've seen it pretty much be positive. Uh, all the metrics are positive. So I was just curious, uh, you know, to hear your guys' thoughts on that, um, especially now that we're a week out. It's one thing that, you know, last week to have, you know, opinion now that we're a week away. Looking back, what's that like? But very cool. Yeah. What's question so, two? So wait, do you have an Sorry. announcement? No, no, no announcement. From a gamer, from a gamer side, though, I love the concept. I love the concept of you never know, you never know what's going to drop when, and it rewards active players. Um, and that's 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 what I really really like. Yeah, I thought it was great because I had to travel to London for another reason anyway. So when the announcement came, I was already there and didn't have to fly. So I was like, hell yeah, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very nice. My second question was just the Gold City Rush thing. So again, I heard last week, I heard your guys' feedback on the one, uh, our first time doing it. We did a lot of firsts last week. Uh, I think we had four or five different first time ever happening in upland and so gold city rush now you see we have phase two and phase three what are your thoughts first impressions on on that i would like to get i would like to get something closer than 2260 people in line ahead of me (laughs) (laughs) i mean the demand's strong so you got you got to give that so I, i i do love that and i like how you've built off of the first one it's still i did not see clarification that if you have i'm rereading their article as we talk but um that was the thing is you have 72 hours to buy it and that was once you purchase it but it doesn't talk about if you purchase it and trade it does that count and does that give you the access to the property so it's for it's for purchasers so if you purchase it um and the seventy-two hours, sorry, is not from the time you buy it. It's from the time that it opens up. Correct. So that was, mis- yeah, that was a misconception last week where a lot of people were rushing, like, "Oh, it's almost been twenty-four hours." Like, well, no, actually, you still got still got some time left. But gotcha. Yeah. Now, and I do like that. Okay, so you know, part one, you had your percentage of a collection. Now, part two, you got a fourteen percent chance, and then you go to part three, you have an eighteen percent chance. And I love the city theme block explorers to it, but man, only 50, the painted, like, I honestly love the painted ladies block explorers the best. And I don't know how Upland didn't do that as one of the generic ones to start (laughs) out the game. And I'm glad they didn't at the same time, but there's only 50 of them. And now that you announced a rare badge and a map asset to it, man, those 50, Thank me later is the pricer, and I, I don't want to ask them what the price should be because I want a deal on them 
when that comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so remember, just to clarify for everyone listening, you do, in order to get the map asset uh, and the badge, you have to have the whole series. So it is a series of three. Uh, it's the Block Explorer series, the Gold City Rush series. Um, so, yeah, you do have to have the three. Wait, when do we have to get them by? You still have time. So the the Frisco Flyer was just released today. There's only four or five on sale right now. There were 200 released. and then So left. on that, not all of them were released. We had some glitches today, so the oh. sale will resume tomorrow. So some more should probably come into the marketplace. All right. Well, listeners, if you have these block explorers, uh, I'm not really on Discord right now. To, uh, ping too stupid to win. <laughs> I want them. I have a high UPEX balance, y'all. You, <laughs> you want some UPEX? I want these block explorers. I need these badges. I hate, so, to, I hate to use the phrase, you got me over the barrel on this one, but... Uh, but come, so, come hold own. on. So DMG got, got one of the Cisco Flyers uh, BEs already. And... But we can't sell it if we want to buy the property, though. Well, no, because I think I think just as soon as you no, get as soon per- as you get it, you correct. Get yeah, as soon as I mint the property, then I could sell the. No, no, no sorry, no. the purchase of the the block explorer is the registration for the property. Yeah, okay. the, reg- the registration doesn't transfer. Although I would, as for future reference, I think like that would be a cool feature Absolutely. to have it to have, yeah. but. Again, for- so we have we have. I mean, you've seen these in the passes uh, or in the past. Legit passes is what that's. Oh that, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Lies, so yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. But I don't want to like have to turn mine in. I want to keep it obviously because yeah. they're blocking. But yeah, well, and again, I mean that could be that could be well. Uh, <laughs> anyway, burn mechanic. No. Yeah, well, yeah. You don't want to a you don't want to burn it, and then b you don't want to like alter it where it's like stamped and used because then people will not redeem it just to have the unused block explorer. Um, but honestly, I mean, it's already a massive improvement and such a cool feature. Um, yes, it would be a, an added benefit if you were able to link um, kind of that queue process with that particular block ownership of that block explorer. Um, I know that there was a couple people that got uh, properties like they couldn't afford um, so then being able for them to be able to sell the block explore to somebody who could afford it or trade it to somebody who had it instead of them having to do the upex, it would be much better in that case. But uh, again, absolute kudos to the team. I love the concept, uh, great use of block explorers as uh, kind of that token. And now on top of that, having some additional functionality. So there is some secondary value already. Like, really cool. Cool. I will pass that along. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy the concept, and I'm hoping that there's more of that. And back to question one, I'm hoping there's more of just the flexibility of, hey, we're giving you a week. Like, you don't know what's coming for the city expansion. So uh, I do like all the changes in the first ofs. There's a lot going on, and, you know, having a – Polymo games on and getting that finally implemented. There, there's a lot of big things going on, and map assets are rolling out a lot quicker. I'm seeing more and more people posting their map assets are in production now and rolling out of their factories. So that's amazing in itself. 
Yeah, for all the creators out there too, we ran first. This was another first ever the ugly sweater contest. We've already got submissions for that, and I have to say, wow, they're really good. <laughs> really, so, I, yeah, I love them. So I'm really excited for for those. And then we're also running the mini game competition right now yeah. too. We've got mini games ready to drop. I mean, I think you've seen Dan playing them on stream. Uh, some really cool mini games out there about to to drop into Upland. So it's exciting. It's an exciting time for sure. That's super cool. Yeah, absolutely. So with with racing, the mini games, the ugly sweater, really like everything going on, continuing streaming in the cafe. Um, yeah, a lot of good stuff going on. Really, really liking what's going on at the end of 2023, headed into 2024. Um, it's crazy that we're at the end of the year already. <laughs> right. Yeah. You getting ready for Genesis? Already, right. <laughs> It'll be here before you know it. Eh? I, I, I yeah, keep thinking yeah. about it. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm waiting for the Eventbrite. Like, that's the best part is if you don't have your Eventbrite app, they usually let you know before Upland lets you know that they've posted a new ticket. <laughs> so so there, there's a little hack right there, and, and you can jump in and be on the early bird. So. Yeah, and I'm excited the way that for everybody, I mean, I think everybody, I think a Mass Chef streamed during the uh, Genesis Week, but everybody else here was on it or at Genesis Week. And to see the the evolution from year one to year two, I'm really excited to see it from year two to year three. So It's going to be nuts. Oh, man. Yeah, it'll be crazy. It's going to be next level. One of my favorite memories is like the end, the rock, the rock band is going. And I look over and I just see Thank Me Later rocking out hardcore. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, dude, success. Flannel, flannel made that event for me. That was, that was a rock show for rock shows. That was awesome. Yeah, 100%. They were so good. Yeah. I just love seeing the Upland staff letting their hair loose and just going nuts during that. Oh, yeah. So, Shout out to no, the staff. Y'all made that absolutely so fun. Like yeah. everybody there, you, this, everybody's so friendly and helpful too. Like I've been to a lot of tech conventions and like not, not just like the Upland staff, but like whoever you guys also hire for like uh, the event staff that was there was just top notch. Like it, it was really great to see. So, yeah, no, it's, I, I was blown away by, by it uh, as well. It's, it's a lot of fun. Okay, so MetaVenturist, he, he he wants to lock down some dates, and <laughs> so it's always it's always Genesis week is always it's always the same, so it's always going to yeah. be that that week of of the gen of Genesis. Yeah, so Genesis Day is the seventh. Yep, so it's always that week. It's and, that Thursday and Friday. Yep. So the seventh is actually on the Friday. So Genesis week next year is on six seven eighth. Six seventh. Sixth, seventh, you know. Well, no, no. One thing I learned is don't just plan for six, seven. You got to stay for like the eighth and the ninth because right. there's way too much happening after. Oh yeah, make it a weekend. Plus, you don't know. Genesis. You know, you might you might actually get into some edibles and not be able to fly for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you got to go there. I'm not calling oh, there. I didn't say. I didn't use any names. I didn't just say. Oh, but but when what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, fam. When you have almost a basketball team, it's hard to get away for that many days. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I have the same you, problem. But um, I definitely want. I know that you Uh-oh. event and so forth. So it'll be good Uh-oh. to see some of the. Oh, am I back? You're, you're back. back. Yeah, you're back. 
Sorry. Uh, tracks, sessions, and being able to submit again. You know, last year, I know it was the first year you guys did it. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, being able to do panels and uh, discussions. So multi-track yeah. sessions and stuff might, might be something you need to think about. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. The other thing is more booths. Expect more booths this next year. Um, that make it fun. separate from the talking places, please. Hold <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, we'll have to improve that. I don't know right. that it'll be completely separate uh, because we well, like at least that. make it separate times or something. Because also the other thing was, yeah, I mean, it's hard, whatever. But like yeah. that was. It's tough for the people that want booths. They can't listen to the panels, but then you have the panels going on. Yeah, it's complicated. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Regardless, expect a lot more of all of that. All all of the above. All of the above. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for uh, talking about racing. X1, we got to get you on here soon um, because it's been a long time since we actually had you on as a guest. We've done a lot of stuff together for Upland, but having you back on the show as a guest, it's been a while, so... Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, I definitely any any time. I I do listen every week. Usually, it's after you guys are done at one point seven five. It's like your guys' sweet spot uh, <laughs> at the speed. So you know, and uh, yeah, no, I love I love what you guys are doing. You guys are the OGs. So here's here's to another uh, nomination. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the to the new new hot guy. Hey, whatever. <laughs> we we know we're the we're the Leonardo DiCaprio's of the of the. Oh Genesis. God! Yeah. <laughs> Always nominated, never won. Yeah, no, we'll definitely get you on here soon. And thank you so much. Every time like something breaks, and I can ping you and say, "Hey, do you have somebody on staff that can come talk about X?" And you always hook us up. So. You do a great job for not only me as a content creator, but all the other content creators. So we do appreciate that because we all reach out to you and say, hey, can we get something here? And you always come through for us. So we do appreciate that. Thank you. And for Max Life, 100%. uh, Time. (laughs) (laughs) And he falls over. Yeah. I love it. Uh, thank oh, you guys. Awesome. Hey, and we'll definitely talk soon. Looking to next year's Upland Racing League and sponsoring that stuff. And absolutely. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Peace. All right. So X1 did cover the. I can't get them. There we go. Um, he did cover the goal rush. So that's good. Um, I did want to hit. Some of the numbers really quick because there was a little something interesting. Let's see here. Second area market. So, oh yeah, we talked about that. There we go. Uh, London came down a little more, another 11, almost 12% again. The floor continues to drop in Upland, I mean in London. It was close to 40,000. It was sitting as the number two city right behind Manhattan. And we had the expansion, and now it's dropped. Think me later, San Francisco has passed London on the secondary market, even with a drop of 8% for the week. Let's go. <laughs> um, and even London's... 
floor in U.S. dollars dropped hard, 46.7% down to $7.99. Yeah, but is that just like the um, the FSA property sitting circulation? Because wasn't there, I think this, Yeah, well, they said there wasn't a lot of FSA, so yeah, I don't know. It was just over 1% of the, pro- of the 25,000 properties released, so you're looking at about 250 properties-ish were FSA properties in the London release. Um, even if they hit, well, all it takes is a couple of the hit to drop it like that. But yeah, this could be the FSAs. Um, but London had a strong, strong push, and it was pushing 40,000. Um, you're seeing a pretty good consolidation of the floors with the exception of Manhattan. And Manhattan's still like, it's just crazy looking at it at 61,900 UPEX for as long as we've tracked these numbers to see Manhattan and seeing the top city that low. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not mad at it. It's I think people are starting to realize, like, there's a couple of really good neighborhoods and strong things. But, again, like, with it being so high – you're not getting the community stuff. You're not getting the same level of meta venture activities. You're not getting the same level of racetracks. You're not getting some of the same level of content in it because the price point's too high. It's too segregated. Um, there's just some downsides to it that I think people are starting to realize more now, which it is what it is. Yeah. And then going, looking back six months, Oh, wait, sorry. Arbitrage. We'll skip that. We've been going for a while. So yeah, I no, I just realized, like, it's it's actually pretty late. I I actually have <laughs> I have people over. I forgot. <laughs> you have people over? Like, they're hanging out in your house right now? Or, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah I, got, I got company. <laughs> for a while now? You're just well, like, peace. I got well, I mean, my show. I mean, we've been, we've been hanging out for the day. So oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Looking back six months, um, Dallas is rocking it, and that's about all I got to say there. Let's go Dallas. Bottom 10. Oh, you know what we don't do anymore? Which I guess I don't blame you, considering how terrible you're doing at it. (laughs) Finally. Finally. Baseball updates. (laughs) Do you, you're so bad at it. I'm horrible this year. Like, I mean, you're horrible most years, but this year particularly, my God. I won the league two years ago. I mean, I guess we just, I mean, I don't know. I won the league and then you had to copy me and win the league the following year. So it's not like, you know, Mr. Thank Me Later, I love number ones, got it first. Nope, I got it first, and you were number two. You were the doo-doo, so it's okay. I, I mean, I didn't even understand what we were doing. You didn't tell me that I had to, like, buy players or anything. Like, I had no idea. I'm pretty sure I had kickers on the team. We didn't even play kickers. Like, you kind, it was like, you well, kind of. The first was, year we had kickers, but then you drafted, like, five kickers. I'm like, this dude is hella dumb so we're gonna stop the kicker yeah because no one explained to me how to actually play the damn game but it doesn't matter because then i was like oh let me take like my one percent knowledge and dominate you guys 
And I've done that. So for as much as like, yeah, I was thinking, I was actually thinking about that today. I'm like, who's going to finally call me out that we haven't done a fantasy update because the last three years we've always did a fantasy update each and every week. And, and then I look, I'm like, and I'm doing horrible. So I'm just going to ride this out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, looking at the bottom 10 cities, Detroit, Rio haven't changed much. Queens came down a little bit, but $3 holler across the board on the U.S. dollar floor. Not much change on the Epix floor. And then if you go back six months, um, $3 holler across the board, no change. It's always been kind of there. Uh, Fresno is up 32.5%, and that's the biggest gainer in Cleveland at 18.5%. But other than that, not much. Um, I probably played you, Franklin, and you probably whooped my ass. I, I can't do anything to buy a win this week, so keep picking on the special kid. Congratulations. Dude, you're supposed to be good at this. <laughs> uh, now, I can show you the, the other league I'm in with Dizzy, and I'm dominating there. Oh, my gosh. What do you play with your kids? Because that's oh. the only way I can see you winning. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> And that's just because your wife's like, kids, let daddy win. He needs this. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So you're calling Dizzy's friends dumber than my kids? I mean, they're friends with you and Dizzy, so yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh so after last week's show, the Upland announced the MV Motor Elite Fleet Car Showroom Exclusive Sale. Um, now, if you remember, they did the Block Explorer sale to the Block Explorer owners, and we kind of ripped them apart on it. We're like, uh, this is dumb. There's no like wholesale to it or anything of that nature. And this time, I think they improved off of it. Yeah. They were able to, um, they did provide a discount because the downfall was you had to have cash available to put in the game. You needed $249 to buy a bundle and there were 50 bundles available. But with that bundle, you got three vehicles. And with those three vehicles, you know, there was a percentage breakdown of if what style you would get. Would you just get a Series T? You had about a 55% chance. Would you get a T exclusive, which was... Oh, bet these are what they're racing, by the way. What? Bet these are what they're racing. It could be. And then they had the, the rare, so you had a... 55%, 30%, and 15.5% for the different styles. Um, and then they have the suggested MSRP. And you actually ended up making money. You know, either way, you were going to get three cars and you were going to end up with more UPEX inset if you can sell them for the price that they're suggesting, you would be good. And if you priced it even greater. So. I think Upland got it right with providing a discount and also providing, you know, just not one, providing multiple for the sale. It was interesting that it was in U.S. dollar only. Mm-hmm. 
But no matter how it came out, you ended up getting more in UPEX back unless you wanted to undercut the MSRP. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, if you got it, then congrats, I guess. Yeah. Probably pretty happy. And you had to be a dealership. It, It just wasn't open to everybody. So you had to be a dealership. Yeah. And that's the way it should work is, you know, your block explorer shops, your car dealerships, anything like that. You get a discounted rate where you make a profit off of it. Yeah. No, I like it. Golden City Rush, we talked about fan scores still going on in FLPA. Um, There's still a community really hustling on that, and they're down to the true collectors, so I do like that. And then we talked about my map assets. So we did go extra long today. Um, Had a lot of great guests on. Yeah, great show. You called it. You said it was going to be a good show. You were right. Finally. Never fine. I'm always right. Finally got one right. I'm always right. Anyway, all right, everybody, um, are you available next Tuesday? I mean, it should be, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because it's uh, Thanksgiving, eh? Yeah. So if you could do Tuesday, I can do Tuesday, and we'll just do it two days early. Yeah, have your people talk to my people. We'll make it happen. All right. Well, Our people will talk, and it will be good. Um, So, going to shoot for a show next Tuesday night instead of next Thursday. And if we don't make it happen next week, everybody have happy holidays here in the States. Everybody else, be safe, have fun. We'll see you out there in the metaverse. Until next week. The Upix Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host who's stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing the strategy, news, and cool charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland property.